Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com careers. The Jackson County Fair Board, in conjunction with Total Media, proudly present Neil McCoy. Saturday, July 15th at the Jackson County Fair. VIP track access seats now available for only 30 bucks, which includes admission to the fair. Get tickets now at jacksoncoohfair.com or at the Total Media Studios in Jackson. Well, happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV. And, of course, Jennifer here to start off your TGIF with our good friend, Chris Walls, in the house. (sighs) The crowd goes wild. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. No, (laughs) welcome. We always love to have Chris here on the show because (laughs) you're a man of many hats. Yes. And um, so we never know what hat you're going to put on this morning, but I think it has something to do with the fair board this time or fairgrounds or something to do with the fair. Yes, it's our uh, extravaganza that we brought back this year from the last one we done was eight years ago. So you said that and I about fell out of my chair. I, I was like, has it been that long? Yes. Since you did one of these? Yes. Of course, you know, the old C word got in the way a little bit, too, so. Yeah. Yeah. That thing that we don't like to talk about. We don't want to mention that. No, we do not. So, the extravaganza, tell us, um, how did that get started, that whole situation? Do you know? And how Um, many years did they do it? They, the previous fair boards before I got on eight years ago, they had did some, they was a large amount of prizes, cars, campers. And uh, when I got on the fair board, you had to give a little reason why you joined the fair board. Sure. And I said, well, I said, I'm pretty good in fundraising and so forth like that. And I pitched the uh, first extravaganza again at a lower amount, and it was a hit. The, the, we did yeah. it for two years, then we kind of went away, and yeah. now we're back. Okay. Very, very good. And you are, I mean, you, again, many hats, but, uh, so you just are coming off the festival of flags. That was a busy weekend. <laughs> Down yes. in Oak Hill. And you have, uh, you know, a big part to do with that. Was it successful? Very successful. You couldn't ask for a better weekend. Oh man, it was beautiful. Oh, I, know. I mean, low eighties and in the evenings it dropped into the sixties for the concerts. Yep. You, it was, our food vendors ran out of food on Sunday. Nice. Yes. And they had to restock for Monday for the car show. Oh, well, that's a good thing. That is. For them. Yeah. And- I was out of town, unfortunately, but James was there and said that he said, I just don't remember it ever being bigger than what it was this year. Like, it was just awesome. So, good yeah. job by oh, you yes. and the committees. It's, it, it's growing little by little each year. Very, very cool. Oak Hill Festival flags, of course, Memorial Day weekend. But that's not why you're here, but I did want to give you a shout out and congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Yes, of course. So the extravaganza, let's uh, kind of tell everybody what exactly that is. Um, the extravaganza is a family weekend. Um, we offered camping at the fairgrounds. Um, Fun. For the, uh, June 29th through the July the 4th. Okay. Through that Tuesday. Uh, or yeah, the force is on a Tuesday. Um, so within that, when you bought your camping spot, you got two tickets to the extravagance of prizes, which is over $15,000 worth of prizes. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. $15,000 worth of prizes. That is correct. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about the camping first, because I know that spots are already limited. Yes. Um, 
We are currently selling spots on the Midway area. If you know where that is during the fair, it's where all the rides and food vendors yeah, are set up. like the, the main area yes. there in front of, behind the grandstand. Right. Our campground uh, right now holds 96 campers, and they are completely sold out in the back. So you've sold those out already. We sold those out in about three days. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, but there are still spots, and they are full hookups. Yeah, so it's not like you're pitching limit. your tent out there right. or anything. Um, on the Midway area, there's a limited full hookups, but there is electric and water. Okay. And we have a dump station on site too so okay that's perfect yeah and um i mean if you want to bring your tent you're more than welcome to i suppose but but yeah you do have the the camper hookups and all that stuff now about how many spots do you have left on the midway well he doesn't know i don't have a clue i mean but there there's several spots left okay um just call um myself kevin wilson or any other fair board member and we'll be able to to get them hooked up with the spots on the camp on the Midway area. Do you think if I just yelled over the hill at Kel- Kevin, he would answer since he's my next door neighbor? I don't know. He's pretty busy. Kevin! <laughs> my Pepsi isn't broken, but I need a fairboard thing. There you go. <laughs> you might catch him at home. Speaking of someone that wears, you know, multiple hats as well. Yes. <laughs> he's our, uh, he's our resident uh, Pepsi fix it man. And he does a fantastic job. Oh yes. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, but that's neither here nor there either. So the extravaganza, what all will it entail? So you go up there, you can camp. Yeah. You don't have to camp. No, you don't have to camp. Um, you can show up. Uh, things actually kick off on Friday evening, Thursday, the 29th is move in day for the campers and everything. Okay. And Friday. So then at six o'clock on Friday evening, that's when we start our raffles, um, Chinese auction. Um, then we have cornhole tournament starting at six 30. Nice. With prizes to the winners of the cornhole tournament. Okay. Um, at 8 p.m. that night, we have a concert <gasps> by Lee Gant. Okay. He's uh, records in Nashville. His band's coming out oh, of Nashville to play with him. there he is. He's yes. a cutie pie. Um, he'll be there starting at 8 p.m. on Friday evening. So is there a cost to get in to that concert? Nope. As long as you buy the raffle ticket. You can come right on in for the whole weekend for all the activities. You're kidding. No. Okay. So 10 bucks. <laughs> 10 bucks, basically. Yeah. yeah. 10 bucks goes, will get you in. 10 bucks gets you in the gate and a ticket. And you never know. You could ride away on your zero turn. So here's the, the deal about that. Okay. Well, let's go over the schedule first. Okay. Then we'll tell your funny story because that's a really good story oh. that you just told me. Um, so see. Friday night. So we have Lee Gant. Playing at eight, of 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. He'll play till 10 that night. Okay. Then at 10 o'clock in the horse arena, we're having a mud volleyball tournament. <laughs> at 10 o'clock <laughs> that evening. Awesome. So hopefully it'll cool down. And yes. The, they've really done a lot of work on the horse arena up there this year. I mean, you'd be very impressed. You're a former yeah. horse person from the fairs. So. Yes. Horse yes. queen. Oh, queen. I'm sorry. Did you not know? No, I did not. <sighs> sorry. We'll discuss that later. Um, (laughs) Then on Saturday at noon, that's when we start our 50-50s and Chinese auction selling chances on them. Okay. Um, Then we got all kinds of kids' activities planned for that afternoon from noon to about 3 o'clock. Nice. We got games for them. Um, They can win prizes. Um, We got... Hula hoop contest, sack races, balloon toss, a bike parade, um, just many things Love for the kids that. to do. Yeah, they can decorate their bikes all up and yes. be in that too. Yeah. Okay. Um, 3 p.m. is uh, we are doing a gun bash this year, and that is, Ooh. yes, um, we have over 77 guns right now. Okay. That you can have a chance to win, but you have to. By chances, like they do at the Whitetail Banquet and the, okay. the Wild Turkey Federation, so forth, and that's separate from the ten dollar. Yes, the that other. that is totally that is just okay. a totally separate. So you buy event. the gun gun bat, bash tickets. Yes. Or what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, 
You can buy them singly, or they got a package deal right now. Uh-huh. Angie and Jamie Sexton and Michelle Elliott, Baxter. Okay. Um, you can contact them to get those. Those packages are $100. You get 200 tickets. Okay. If I'm, Let me make sure on that before I miss, miss speak here. Yeah, don't mess yeah. it up. You get two <laughs> for a one hundred dollar packet. You get total two hundred tickets, uh, including two extravaganza tickets for the fifteen thousand dollars in prices. That's oh, the that's the deal that's right there. That's the deal of the century. Because right there, you got a chance to win two guns out of that those tickets that are over twelve hundred dollars a piece. Okay, that is a yeah. Wow. Yep. There's. Nine guns there you can win. Okay. So, so and then how does that work with, with guns? Do you have to then go through like a background? Yes, I mean, you like, will have to go through. You'll have uh, to go somewhere. and Yes. Okay. Have, um, we this have is all three, on the up and up. Oh, yeah. We have three sponsors. Okay. Um, with the Gun Bash and Extravaganza is Jerry's Pawn Shop in Wellston. Okay. Mike's Gun Shop in Oak Hill. Okay. And Cozy Glen Firearms is also in Oak Hill. So you got Tyler Brown, um, Mike French, and excuse me, but I can't remember Barney's last name at Jerry's Pawn Shop. <laughs> Just Barney. But, yes, but they'll be there. Um, you'll fill out your background checks and so forth. There because you, you have to okay. pass a background check before you can receive a firearm. Sure, absolutely. Okay, very cool. So that's all on the up and up. And that yes. uh, um, starts on Saturday? That's on Saturday just from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Now, do you day. have to be present to win all of this stuff? Those there, um, no. Nor the extravaganza prizes we give away at 6 o'clock. Okay. Um, your name will, is on the tickets. Um, everything will be done live on our Facebook page starting at six o'clock. So we can make sure it's not a, uh, nothing crazy going on there. That is correct. So yes. you all can see whether you're the winner or not. Oh yeah. Or awesome. bring your chair. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have tables set up in the goat barn area. The new barn was built about, I can't say new now. It's about four or five <laughs> years old. <laughs> not funny. So fast, but, um, it's all, it'll all be under roof. So if it rains or it's too hot, we've got fans. It's already okay. set up in that, that area. Awesome. And just to make it a full day for everybody. Okay. And if you can't be there for some reason, you guys will get a hold of whomever. And Absolutely. Okay, yes. cool. All right. So that's what, Saturday? That's Saturday from three Afternoon. to six. Okay. Yes. Then at six o'clock, um, we will be having our drawings for the $15,000 plus in prizes. Which we're so, going to tell you about here in just a minute. Oh, yes. Um, 7.30 that night, we have the Michael Christopher Band out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Awesome. Um, he actually does cool. a lot of singing and so forth for the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates baseball team. If oh, you go online and so awesome. forth, and you can hear him talking about him during the games and so forth. Sweet. Yes. Well, that'll be a blast. So that is a Saturday evening. And Saturday evening after our prize drawings. Okay. And that's, we're figuring it about 7.30, between 7.30 and 8. And so. you guys have just so, so much stuff going on. This is so fun. Yes. Um, we we see the need for expansion in our campgrounds. Mm -hmm. So when we first started this, that was our goal is to take what funds that we raise here with this um, and add camping, camping spots for next year at the Love fair. that. Okay. So we see just with the extravaganza, all 96 spots went in three days. Yeah. So <laughs> there is a need for expansion in the campground. For sure. Okay. Very good. All right. So that takes care of Saturday, correct? Yes. All right. Sunday, um, we're still adding some things here. Okay. But a lot of the campers said, why don't you do like a, a prize bingo game? that day Ooh, so um, that would be we're, fun. we're kicking that around and that's going to be on sunday afternoon and so forth okay and there'll be some other things like i think a golf cart parade that day and everything's not set in stone for sunday yet okay then monday we kind of left open for the the families so they can attend the firework the local fireworks here in jackson and the activities here we didn't want to 
kind of. Okay. So our, uh, did you say that, is that Sunday or Monday? That's Monday. 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 Okay. Yes. All right. All right. So, so Sunday is, like I said, the, uh, the golf cart parade and probably a bingo game. Just okay. a fun, as uh, some say, a fundraiser. A fundraiser. Yes. I get, oh, that's so yeah. cute. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so that's Sunday. And then you said Monday you're going to kind of leave. Open to the families yeah. and so forth. Maybe some people have to go to work uh, that day. So we didn't want to overload that day and the kids can go enjoy themselves sure. and watching the fireworks display down here if they'd like. Sure. Okay. All right, and then uh, anything on Tuesday because that's the actual fourth. This it falls really weird this uh, yeah, year. Yeah, that's that's the thing. The fourth, um, no, we don't have anything scheduled because we know Oak Hill's got fireworks going on and their activities okay. down there. So people like to funnel that way. They try to hit all of them in in the county on the three days. So we try not to perfect get. Too much going on so yeah. they can attend the uh, other activities. So basically Friday, Saturday, Sunday up there are the main events. Main events, yeah. yes. Okay, yes. cool. All right. And again, this is at the Jackson County Fairgrounds. It will be the weekend right there before the 4th of July yep. because of how ridiculously it falls this year. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Oh, yeah. No fun to have it on a Tuesday. No. Some people may have to go to work like we was talking earlier for know, one Monday, day. Like, why do you have to go to work for one day and then go back on off vacation? Off two, work one, off yeah. one, back, work back to three more. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense whatsoever. But, um, okay, very, very good. And there is going to be so much stuff going on. Um, if someone wants to, to get one of those camp spots, do they call the – is there like a fair office to call? Um, or? There, there is a fair – board office number but all of our numbers are listed online and so forth so okay is it i think it's jackson's c-o-h fair o-h yeah fair dot you just put in com, you, youtube or the the facebook page jackson county ohio fair yeah and our numbers are all listed there okay and so all uh, the fair board members you could just call one of them and, and yes and somebody will be able to Steer you in the right direction Perfect. who has tickets and so forth. It's not hard to find a fair board member. No. <laughs> Shouldn't be. You guys are all out and about doing other stuff all the time. That's too. right. So if they want to swing up pretty much uh, all next week, somebody will be there working, preparing and everything. So Yeah, you just stop by the fairgrounds yes. and nothing else. Okay. Very, very good. All right, so let's get to, we talked about the gun uh, thing for, for a moment, but let's get to, you said there's over how many thousands of dollars? $15,000 worth of prizes. And thank you, Dylan, Jackson, C-O-O-H-Fair.com. Um, there you go. So you can click on that link there. Um, all right, so $15,000 worth of prizes and you were telling me for a $10 ticket. For a $10 ticket. And you're thinking to yourself, well, I've got to buy 20 tickets, right? But you had a fun story about about a lady. Yes. Um, when we did this last one, I said about eight years ago, she showed up at the Festival Flags, bought one ticket, and said, the only thing I want to win is that zero-turn mower. <laughs> and the day we drawed that, they handed me that ticket, and I thought, you got she it. Did it. No, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> a ten dollar ticket won her a three thousand dollar mower. <laughs> That's a pretty good investment. Yes, it is, and she still mows with it today. Very good. See, that worked out very, yes. very well. Okay, so if I give you ten dollars, <laughs> that zero turn mower, okay? I will guarantee you a chance of winning that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Somehow it doesn't make me feel better, but at least there's a chance. You're guaranteed a chance. Hey, listen, if you don't buy anything, you don't have a chance. <laughs> yes, that's right. You it's kind of like chance. the lottery, right? Yeah. So, okay, so is is the zero-turn mower kind of like the big prize? Yes, yes. Okay. That, that is our, our main prize this year. And you said year. it's Husqvarna? Husqvarna from Strickland Sales and Service there in Oak Hill. Wow. Yes. Okay. Then Very uh, cool. We got some cash drawings totaling $2,000 worth of cash drawings in there. Um, we have eight more guns that you have a chance to win during the extravaganza tickets also. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Um, there's a Benelli 12-gauge, a Smith & Wesson 
a Henry 22, a Legend 350, Henry Golden Boy, a Glock 43, a Savage 22, and just multiple other prices right now. So I don't know a lot about guns, but I know those Henrys are hard to come by and, and they're pretty pricey. So, I mean, a yes. lot of that's, that's a huge deal if you would win one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay. But yeah, it's, we just kind of geared it toward the family. It's not an expensive weekend to go out of town. And sure. You might not be able to get off a few days before, but you can drive from work up to the fairgrounds and see and that's exactly right like it's close by but it's still like a vacation yeah there's I, so much stuff going on i actually had some folks that already had reservations made up near lake erie over in cincinnati and when they heard we was doing this they canceled out and wanted to come and be there at the fairgrounds for oh, this very good yes. very cool and it's so nice it's like close to home but yeah like it's it's a vacation for the weekend. So, um, is there, you know, anything that you want people to know as far as like rules or you know what to bring, what not to bring, anything like that with you know with the camping and all that? No, um, if you want to bring your golf carts and you can ride a back and forth down to the barn area, we'll have a designated parking area okay. for them, like during the fair. But that's okay. Yeah. We we just don't want them to be down there and their kids are playing and so forth. Sure. And uh, yeah, don't run over away. a kid with your yes, golf cart. We don't need that. And don't race it around the track either. Yeah. I mean, you know, that could you be might. a new. That could be another event. Golf cart races. Golf cart races. I think That's it's good, fantastic. Jennifer. Yes, Thanks. you want to sponsor it? Sure. Okay. We'll talk. We'll talk later. <laughs> Me and my big mouth. There you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it just. Uh, like you said, it is a fundraiser for the fair. Yes. The fairgrounds, I should say. Not the fair. The fairgrounds. Yes. Um, we've actually already done improvements in the last two weeks in our campground area. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't been there for the last couple of years, um, from gate two that enters the campground to gate four, where you go back in where the animal area is. Yes. Um, we raised that road up. Um, oh. We chip and sealed that road so it is smooth as can be nice um we raised um 10 spots up that was put in a few years ago okay they're all completely level now so we've already started doing our improvements nice. into the campground area love that yes um you know that is i i just can't believe over the years how because trust me when i was showing horses uh the fairgrounds wasn't anywhere as nice as what it is today it, you all work so hard and make so many improvements every year. Yes. Um, additional improvements this year, not only in the campgrounds, we have upgraded all of our electric on the Midway area, um, which that takes a, we know how electric prices are now. Woo-wee, yeah. But we uh, upgraded that. So when our vendors come in now, mm -hmm. it used to be they we had had an electrician hardwire them in. Now that now they come in with a plug, they just walk over and plug in. Oh, that's awesome! Yes, it's just a, a safety uh, issue. And yes, inconvenience. Convenience. Too. Yes. Very very cool. Love that. And um, so, what? Um, looking forward to the fair. Are there any kind of like little hints you can give us about some entertainment, anything like that 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 you can kind of well, tell us? Well, my entertainment, or is it is, a secret? No, it's no secret. Okay. It's harness racing. <laughs> I know where you're leading. But my my main uh, two days of the fair kicks off on Thursday and Friday, the 13th and 14th. So two days of harness racing. Yes. We, uh, nice. There's 90, 96 fairs that races in the state of Ohio. Um, last year, the Jackson County Fair was number 26 out of all the fairs in the state with the amount of horses that we had show up to the fair to race. Whoa, and that's you, awesome. And you just think when you go to up north to the big horse areas up in the Lima area sure, and Delaware and so yeah. forth. So we're, we're in the top quarter of the amount of horses that shows up to race. You can bet on the ponies. It's fun. Yes. The jockey with the prettiest outfit. How, okay. Uh-oh. Uh, uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you. What They're not is, jockey, 
jockeys. Okay, the whatever. They're drivers. Driver. The driver yeah. with the prettiest outfit. Yes. My bad. <laughs> so, all right. So, we have all talked about our method of picking the ponies. So, what is your method of picking the ponies? I go with um, the prettiest outfit. Mm -hmm. My dad always went with the horse with the longest legs. What is your pick? The driver. The driver with the prettiest outfit. Nope, nope. Just watch the program, and you see who you can tell which drivers have won a lot of races. Uh huh. And that's who the owners with the the best horses try to get is those drivers to drive their horses. You heard it here first. It's the secret. Yes. Okay. So, and that tells you that all in the program. Yes. And it also tells you about the horse and all that stuff. Oh yeah, too. yeah. But it's about the driver. It is. If you've never been to the harness racing, though, it's pretty fun to watch. Yes. It, you have, like, uh, the car with the big gate thing, and that's always just blown my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I rode in that over Piketon one year. <laughs> Did you? Yes. And now that that's a, a trip, really. Well, You're that... riding backwards in a car that's going 40 mile an hour when the race starts, and all at once they go up and they close the gate, the horses go by, and they slam on the brakes, and you stop. Now that's that's different. It's 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 what well, that would be a skill all in itself, really. Yes. I mean, they make it look you know you make it look easy, but it's not. It's like, not. Yeah. Very fun. Okay, so harness racing at the fair. What are some of the other um, big entertainment deals right. that we're doing? Obviously, we've been advertising Neil McCoy there Neil McCoy. on the fifteenth. Yes. Um that that is our big entertainment for the year. Okay. Um, it'll kick off like it's like we said on the fifteenth. There will be no rides in town yet, yes. because our ride company will still be at the Adams County Fair. They okay. won't move in and be able to operate until Monday. Okay. But that day, um, you can get tickets um, online or from uh, Michelle, and I think maybe even here also. Okay. Um, for uh, that Saturday night. Yeah, and uh, that's going to be... If you've never seen Neil McCoy, I've seen him several years ago at the uh, Gallia County Fair. Uh-huh. He does one heck of a show. Yeah, I've heard, I've never seen him in person, but I have heard nothing but rave reviews about his show. Yes, and at 10 a.m. Central Time, every day for like the last 500 and some days, he does the Pledge of Allegiance live. <laughs> On Facebook. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Wherever he's at, if he's in his bus, he's at his farm. Just does it. He just does it. That's cool. Hasn't missed a day. Awesome. All right. So, um, and then um, we have, obviously, throughout the rest of the week, lots and lots of stuff. Um, I see, what is an autocross? Well, you, you build a track. Okay. People bring their cars and... If they want to race, they pay an entry fee. It, it's not like a demolition derby. So, like, they're just driver cars? Like yep. The car you can they drive, drive them in day? and drive them out. Oh. <laughs> How yep. fun. Okay. I've seen uh, last year at the uh, Ross County Fair, some people drove them in. Then after the race was over, they drove them out and drove them home. There you go. Okay. Cool. So, autocross, you've got, um, let's see, rodeo. Rodeos on Thursday with uh, Diamond J very out of fun. Oak Hill. They're a very popular event oh, yeah. for us. Huge event. Yes. And then um, Tuesday's the, what, truck and tractor pull. Yes. So um, that's cool. That's always a big one, too. Oh, yeah. If you get the big big tractors, the people wants to come and see the big engines. Those are so cool. And I will say, like, um, I remember a few years ago, went down on the track and happened to be there that day. And a lot of the, you know, drivers were so uh, gracious to let us kind of like get up close and personal. And they had some of those with like jet engines and all kind of crazy oh, stuff yes. going on. I, mean, I was got, like, what? <laughs> they got insane. some big engines. We had one one year that he took off through there. And before you know it, he was done. I mean, he was just that fast. And you're like, what? What yeah, just happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, motocross, um, what else? Um, oh. I Demolition Derby. Demolition Derby on Saturday night. That's right. That's always a big deal. Yep. So big crowds. As long as it doesn't rain, it'd be a big should be a big crowd oh, for yeah. it. 
So lots and lots of great things going on at the fair um, this year as well. But before we get to that, we want you to come to the extravaganza, right? Yes. I, I, can I hit on one other thing for the well, fair? You sure. Bryant's exhaust in Oak Hill. Uh-huh. Um, this was just added Tuesday night at our fair board meeting. Okay. They are doing Jeep drags. I wasn't there at the meeting, but if you go to the Bryant's exhaust and performance website and our fair website, it's Jeep drag racing and side by side drag racing. That's just an event that was added Tuesday night for Wednesday. Love it. So all of our Jeep goers, um, Plan on be there. It's a $25 entry fee to, to win top prize. Be see the fastest how your, Jeep. Yeah, see how your Jeep uh, holds up. That's correct, yes. Cool, fun. Okay. Well, Chris, is there anything else you would like to tell our viewers about the extravaganza before we let you get out of here for the day and probably put another two or three hats on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got some businesses in town that want some tickets. So if you have my Very number, good. I'm in Jackson today with tickets. I'm one of these businesses because they want some. Um, but like on that Saturday, um, smoking butts will be up there that day. Okay. Um, so good. He'll, he'll be showing up at 11 o'clock and try the brisket. Yep. Try the brisket. That's right. Um, he's got brisket, pulled pork, his famous macaroni and cheese. Um, I forget what all he's, he'll have there to serve that day. Awesome. But yeah, he'll be there all day. And I think there's a, a couple other food vendors that'll be there also like with, funnel cakes and ices and so forth like that for the kids. Cool. Very good. So you're not yeah. going to go hungry. No, you will not go hungry <laughs> on Saturday. There you go. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and again, get hold of a fair board member. If you're interested in um, the camping spots, if you're interested in tickets um, for the extravaganza, whether it be the gun tickets or the, uh, the $10, just the regular yeah. tickets. And, all the, uh, like I said, the, the numbers are on our Facebook page to get a hold of anybody. Um, like for the gun bash, if you want to get those $100 packets, um, see Angie I. Snoggle, uh, Jamie Sexton, or Michelle Elliott on those. Very good. And you Again, do not have to be present to win. That's right. And all of them are pretty easy to find. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Chris, thank you so much for coming in, and we appreciate you so much. Well, thank you very much for having me. Of course, so. and I assume that you'll be back kind of beforehand. We'll talk about the fair a little bit more and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, one of us will be back. Okay. It depends on who's free that day and who's not. Hey, whatever. But when you're semi-retired, you're free most of the time. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, our good friend Chris Walls from the Jackson County Fair Board, um, and we have been talking about, of course, the, the uh, extravaganza going up there the weekend right there before 4th of July and hope that you all get up and enjoy. All right, Dylan, uh, we have a message from our friends at the Vinton County National Bank, and then we'll be back with Pete Wilson and some news. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Uh, not 25, no. Chris, he's trying to sell me 25 tickets. Um, right. I'll get a hold of you. I promise. Okay, we got gotcha. you. All right, let's head to the weather forecast. Know you all are wondering what's going on this weekend. So it looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I just don't know. We have been so blessed with good weather, which we don't normally say here in Ohio. So today, beautiful, uh, partly cloudy skies, highs of 76. Tomorrow on Saturday, absolutely gorgeous, partly cloudy with uh, highs of 81. Then Sunday, same highs moving up just a bit to 86. And then Monday, just a hair, uh, kind of the beginning of your work week, a little bit of chance of rain with those highs in the low to mid 80s. So that is just about as good as it's ever going to get. Right, Pete Wilson? What the, what the poets say, what is so rare as a day in June? Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
I, I yeah, I can feel that. Okay. All right, pretty good, pretty so, good, pretty good weather. Yeah, pretty good. So, how are you doing, Pete? I'm doing uh, doing well here, sliding through the end of the work week, ready to go into the weekend, and uh, you know, as usual, the news cup runneth over. There, there you go. So, let's talk about what is going on in the news. All right. Well, we're going to start off with uh, you know another demolition project where okay. Uh, you know, the way that we described it in the paper was it's kind of like addition by subtraction. And uh, the site of this demolition project is the Jackson County Engineer's Office. Oh. And, uh, of course, it's out there on Clary Road. Yes. Uh, very visible off the road, uh, off 35, when yes, you're heading is. east towards Gallipolis or the truck stop out that way. That's a big building, Pete. That is the Or big, was a big building. It, right. It was. <laughs> it, it's a was now. Uh, that is uh, the building... Uh, believe this was last Monday when this was taken, uh, just when uh, it was ready to come down. That is the before picture. I believe our own uh, Dylan Euler took that There picture. you go. Thanks, Dylan. And then the contractor was good enough to send us a after photo, which was just later in the day, uh, two or three hours. I mean, they Whoa. could really put it down. As you can see, uh, they got the big piece of equipment there, knocking it down uh, there. And... Uh, most folks are very aware of this building. Even if you don't know where the engineer's office was or you don't have calls to go there, you saw that big building you off did. the road. Yeah. And two things about that building. Uh, it wasn't in very good shape. They really couldn't use it very much uh, for equipment or whatever. Pigeons were the main problem inside the building. You just couldn't park anything in the building because, you know, the, of the, the pigeons are just like us. They have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so uh, that was the main problem there. They had some signs and, and light stuff in there, but it was basically, um, to bring another bird into it, an albatross. Okay. And also, of course, the outside of it uh, had rusted quite a bit. And so you, this wasn't exactly the prettiest picture for the engineer's office property or for the folks traveling into or out of Jackson County there on US 35. Very good. So they were able to get a Brownfield grant, the Jackson County Economic Development Partnership, Sam Brady and his crew were able to get a grant. Of course, the county commissioners involved in that too. And that was, uh, they used that money to be able to take this building down. This is something just like a lot of the other demolition projects that are going on uh, as a result of, uh, you know, the demolition money coming through the state, the Ohio Department of Development. A lot of these projects probably would not happen if it was up to the local budgets. It certainly would have happened on the county or with the engineer's office. You know, they struggle to have enough money to do all the paving and all like that sure. that needs done. So this was very welcome money uh, coming in, uh, $262,715, if you're wondering what a demolition project like this would cost. That's a lot. <laughs> well, there was asbestos in that building. Oh, yeah. And okay. so, you know, you're talking about uh, some time to get rid of it before you knock everything down. Sure. But they pretty much had it down on Monday. Uh, haven't been out there since on the cleanup. But, uh, you know, that is the final part of the project. The next thing that they want to do, uh, Engineer Melissa Miller, is... Uh, build a new building on that property where they can park equipment, park trucks maybe uh, to get them out of the weather and so forth. Now, there's no money for that right now, so that is as an issue. But future project. the property has been the property has been or will be cleared and cleaned very soon, ready to go and when so, they get the money. So that is uh, that is good news now. When Dylan was out there, he's multi-talented, as you know. He, uh, we know. Uh, he was able to take a video of the demolition in project. And oh, People cool. really like to see this stuff because it happens so quick. And, you know, the building is there forever and suddenly it's not. And so this is the process right okay. here that Dylan's about ready to show us. Thanks, Dylan. A demolition project at the Jackson County Engineer's office property is being viewed as a positive example of addition by subtraction. Following the removal of asbestos last week, the demolition of two older buildings was in full throttle at the engineer's office site on Clary Road east of Jackson. The two buildings were in poor condition and were largely unused except for some storage. The larger of the two buildings, which was very visible to traffic on busy US Route 35, was considered something of an eyesore due to its heavy rusting. Late last year, the Jackson County Economic Development Partnership, or JCEDP, was awarded $262,715 for the cleanup and remediation of the engineer's office site, which previously served as the Ohio Fuel Gas Company until 1952. 
JCEDP's grant was one of 123 brownfield remedition projects that will help clean up hazardous and underutilized sites throughout the state. The Ohio Department of Development is funding the awards through the Ohio Brownfield Remedition Program, which is designed to clean up and prepare hazardous brownfield sites for redevelopment. Remedition will include demolition of the vacant buildings and asbestos abatement and monitoring. Jackson County engineer Melissa Miller previously told the Telegram her goal is to build a new building on the same site, which would be used for the storage of signs, equipment, and vehicles. However, she will have to secure funding for this future project. Okay, okay first well, off, good job, Dylan! Oh my gosh, did he do a good job? Wow, that was amazing! I, I don't know whether he knows this or not, but he's setting himself up to work more. That's <laughs> what James just said. Oh, this I is mean, good. Get used to it, buddy. <laughs> no, he did a really nice job there. Yes. Dylan. Very. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have him chase the black bear the next time. There you challenge, go. Him, <laughs> challenge, him, challenge him a little bit more. But uh, uh, I am here uh, the, with the, the black bear. The, the black bear. We haven't seen the black bear for a couple <laughs> weeks now, so who knows where I think he it might on. be. Might have swum the Ohio River into West Virginia or go. Pennsylvania. But anyway, the um, the demolition project out at the engineer's office, as we said, uh, we described it addition by subtraction. Tetrotech is the main contractor there. Uh, they do. They have done brownfield projects, uh, decontamination projects before. I think they were involved in the one out at Meridian. Okay. Uh, so I'm thinking that they were there because of the asbestos factor. But uh, Mound Waste and Recycling was, I think, the contractor who did the physical work of knocking down okay. that big building out there. Very good. So speaking of demolition, we had another demolition project, kind of turned some heads in the village of MacArthur. And Red Thompson Jr. covered this for us. There is a big, it, it, it's a house. It wasn't a commercial building, but it was a big two-story house that was just about across uh, Market Street mm -hmm. from the sheriff's office. Yes. The sheriff's office right by the courthouse. Yep. They knocked that building down earlier in the week. And we have a shot of that. Oh, goodness. Uh, Red Thompson took that picture on Tuesday. I guess on Monday they started on that project. And see, by Tuesday, this was all that was left. Um, very big house. And this is this was considered not only just a cosmetic thing. Uh, the house didn't really look too bad from the outside, but I guess it was uh, it was not considered uh, recoverable. Okay, I was, I'm glad you said that because when I drove by there, I was like, why are they tearing this house down? It looks pretty good it, from it, the outside. From the outside, it didn't look too bad at all. It's 108 South Market Street is the address, but here is one of the reasons they wanted to take it down. And, of course, this was county money. Uh, in their series of demolition projects at the county level that they're doing. This was one of them, Hamden Junction, remember, yes. we talked about that earlier. Well, this is, uh, this is one of the others that are taking place on the, on, the, on, on the first round of demolition projects. That property, this house, was uh, right in the middle of two other properties that had been cleared in the not-too-distant uh, past, within the past year. Okay. There was a Napa store building there, uh, that uh, they moved and it was no longer used. It wasn't in very good shape. It got torn down. There was another house on the other side of this house that was also torn down. So now you're going to have three cleared lots there on Market Street, kind of right downtown there. So can you say redevelopment uh, potential? Yeah, you totally well, that, can. Th that's what they say. And, uh, you know, I know this doesn't sound very sexy, but it's something very much needed in MacArthur. They're also talking about a parking lot. Both the county and the village, uh, if they can secure this property, uh, and I'm not sure about the ownership of the property or how it works in Benton County. Um, not sure if there's individual owners to deal with or it goes over to the county or whatever. Uh -huh. uh, if I knew, I'd tell you. But I know that, speculatively speaking, they're looking upon uh, the possibility of a parking lot going there. Okay. Uh, because of the lack Kinda of like uh, a community lack of, lack of on street parking uh, down there. You know, it's right across For the sure. street from the courthouse and just uh, just just half a block away from all the stores downtown there. So uh, that is a possibility. But I want to stress that is not uh, in concrete that plan. It's just. That has been it's an idea. That's been one of the things mentioned as sure. a, as an option there. And of course, if somebody come, wants to come in, buy that property, and build something commercially or whatever, you know, of course, you know, that would be exciting as well. That would be good. 
All right, so uh, we'll now go to uh, the crime front, uh, and uh, there is a report out of the Jackson Police Department that we're going to have uh, in the paper on Saturday. Okay. And uh, it involved uh, what was first viewed as a burglary at the Papa John's uh, Pizzeria Restaurant oh. there at 113 East Main Street in Jackson. Of course, that's uh, out there just on the other side of uh, Jackson Heights and not too far from Walmart on the other side of the street, if you're unfamiliar with where Papa John's is. Uh-huh. But uh, on June the 10th, which was last Saturday, uh, in the middle of the night, uh, somebody, it appeared, uh, broke in to the business and then also took money from the safe. They didn't take money from the cash register. About $250 was missing. Of course, you know, huh. there's surveillance video. That's become a real big investigatory tool. Sure. Uh a figure was seen coming in in the middle of the night, coming through the front door, getting into the safe, leaving uh, with, you know, a bag which supposedly had the money in it. Okay. Uh, this was really good work by the Jackson Police Department. Okay. Um, the person, you know, was disguised in black, you know, uh, with the, their head covered and all like that. You couldn't see any face, but you could see a figure. They looked at the figure and believed that it was the figure of a tall, slim female. They, oh. they also were able to deduce that there was no forced entry. It appeared that somebody had a key. Well, that's what I'm wondering, and they got into the safe, so. Somebody had <laughs> a key. Kind of so, sounds so, like an so, inside so, job. Somebody had a key to get into the building, and then somebody knew how to find another key to get into yeah. the safe. Well, to make a long story short, they did some interviewing. You know, they talked to the manager <laughs> another employee. Um, then they interviewed uh, more than once an employee by the name of Tabitha Fulton, age 35, lives out on State Route 776. She okay. works there at, uh, at Papa John's. Um, they were able to, upon uh, more than one interview, get her to admit to committing the theft oh, that, that, she she tried, the that she tried to make look like it was, you know, a burglary, somebody, you know, coming in from the outside or whatever. And she told police um, that, and she had complained to the manager about this. This is all in the police report, that she wasn't getting enough hours and didn't have enough money. So uh, once again, this is an allegation. Okay. She uh, hasn't been charged yet. However, she was on probation for something else. Uh-oh. And so what this allowed the authorities to do with the help of the municipal court, they were able to do a search, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, you lose some of your search and seizure uh, protections. Yeah. Uh, that's some, one of the things you sign away when you're on probation. Yep. And uh, they were able to find some money, that uh, a portion of the money at least, that they believe was the stolen money from uh, Papa John's. And she is being held on a probation violation, but she does face theft-related charges. And she has, uh, according to the police report, admitted that she was the one who did, okay. who did the theft, burglary, whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. But possible felony charges could result out of this. Okay. She did not get into the cash register, but she did get into the safe. So uh, we'll have that report, uh, you know, in uh, in Saturday's paper, and that will be online as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Want to tell you something going on? Uh, a lot of folks in the Wellston City School District, particularly those that are involved with the band program, are excited, and that is because Katie King. I don't know whether you know Katie or not. But Katie was, uh, I believe she graduated in 2017 from Wellston High School, and she was the field commander for the band then, and she was also one of the members of the best of class, which is, you know, their valedictorian. Sure. And she went to Ohio University, was involved in the music program over there, student taught at Jackson High School her senior year. This past year, her first year out of high school, she was the assistant band director for Sam Kugel up at the Vinton County Band for the Marching Vikings, okay. also was a music teacher at the elementary level. Well, there was an opening for Wellston High School band director and music teacher, and she got the job. Oh, nice. So, Way to go, girl. Uh, that is Katie right there in the middle. She is flanked there on the left by board president Terry Gill and, of course, our friend, uh, the Wellston School superintendent, yeah. uh, Dr. Brian Ralph. Doctor, or just Brian. Doctor, call me Brian. <laughs> yeah, just and Brian. I, I know that they're excited about having Katie King there because, I mean, she's just had a great track record as a student. That's awesome. And in the short time that she's been in the professional world as a music instructor, band instructor, and 
Uh, I was able to, to talk with her through social media very briefly earlier in the week. I know she is very excited. Good. Doesn't have a lot of time to get ready for marching season. No. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I told her, and I think this is true, um, this will be a great opportunity for her because even though she's getting pushed into a very important job uh, at a very young age, she did have the experience at both Jackson and Vinton County under her. Plus, she is certainly very knowledgeable of the Wellston City School District and its music program. Sure. And uh, it's a uh, it's, uh, great standing that it's had because in past years, you know, they've done so well in competition and so forth. They have. So good sure. luck to Katie King. Yeah, good, good job. Uh, very talented girl and a very nice young lady as well. We wish her well. All right, in Jackson, uh, the McKee Paving Company, mm-hmm. I believe they're out of Nelsonville. They have been working in the southwest section of town. I talked to Mayor Randy Evans yesterday. He says they're running just a little bit behind, but they are scheduled uh, to finish some uh, roads, if not this week, next week. And then the city will be doing this and will be doing it as well. They will let the public know where they're going next. So, you know, they're coming. Cool. Randy Evans has already announced the list of streets and roads that mm-hmm. are going to be done with the, in the paving program this year, which he hopes will be uh, completed uh, this month and in July, you know, on the front end of the summer. But uh, as they work, of course, you know, there's going to be temporary inconveniences for the people on those streets. Yes, sir. You'll have to know ahead of time not to park your car along the street or Obviously, they're going to have to move it. It's going to get out. Right. It's so, going to be moved one so, way or so another. So be aware. Pay attention to you know the newspaper and the radio and the and the city of Jackson's Facebook page. Uh, he thought that he would be putting the next streets uh, on Facebook or whoever does it for him today, but that may not happen if they haven't finished what they were working on this week. But they're basically in the southwest area of the city, okay. Ed Michael Drive, the short section of Mount Zion Road that is in the city. That's where the bear was, remember? Yes. Uh, Grandview Avenue, uh, Euler Very Avenue. Very popular area of Jackson. Star Place and the part of Euron Street between David Avenue and yeah. Bennett Avenue. Okay. And they'll be moving uh, <laughs> uh, towards South Street, I think, in that section of town. I know I get my section of Star Street now. Well, there you excited go. excited about that. All right. So... Uh, Another thing that we want to talk about at the city uh, is uh, Hillcrest Pool and Park. You know, we yeah. mentioned last week uh, the great improvements being done there. Well, another uh, uh, project that is almost done is the basketball pickleball court. Nice. Now, there's always there historically. Uh, cool. By the way, I'm going to ask you a question. You see that guy getting ready to dunk the ball? Yes. Here's here's your question: Did he dunk the ball or did he fall short? Only I know. So you you got a fifty percent chance of getting this right. I think I know this one. I think he fell short. What do you say? You are absolutely right. That's as good as it got right there. <laughs> I, I but got, nice try, buddy. I, yeah, you know they're they're watching. He got up pretty good. It looks like he's within maybe six inches yeah. or so. But uh, just I tell lost you, a little momentum on the way up. You look at that basket and post, and you look at the surface there. Both of those are new. Four new baskets and posts. Awesome. Great new surface. Totally. And they have painted the lines so that you can play pickleball there as well. That's cool. You can actually have, there can be pickleball and basketball going on at the same time. They don't have to have a tug of war or, or play rock, pepper, paper, scissors to decide <laughs> who's going to get the play. Yep. Uh, there's room for both there with the, with the lines and the way it's set up. They haven't got the pickleball nets up, but they have been ordered. And uh, Mayor Evans says that he expects them to be up very soon. Cool. And we talked about this before. Pickleball has become a very popular sport in Jackson, all ages. It is so inclusive. Uh, Ages 7 to 70, you know, can be involved in this, men or women. They can play together, co-ed or whatever, uh, recreational or even competitively. So this is a great, um, this is a great uh, upgrade here at Hillcrest. Remember, they have two new shelter houses. They've expanded the parking lot. Yep. So kudos to the city of Jackson and to Mayor Randy Evans for all this good work that's taking place. You got it. All right. Uh, so we need to talk about the pickleball basketball court at Oak Hill because they've okay. got one that is being uh, done right now as well. Okay. It's at the Margaret Ann Pool and Park uh, in Oak Hill, which is village-owned. And this is being done in connection with their neighborhood revitalization grant, which was a $750,000 grant they got a couple years ago most of the work uh, done last year, some this year, 
That is a look at the work in progress right now. But when it is done, what used to be a tennis court is going to be uh, uh, able to be used for pickleball and basketball. Gotcha. So and that's at the Margaret Ann Pool Very and good. Park. And we'll be watching um, the progress there. All right. Do not forget that tomorrow is the Butch Aldridge Fishing Tournament. That's exactly right, right we, folks. We want to remind you about that. It's going to be going on uh, pretty much all day. The hours are 7 a.m. To, to, to 3 p.m. We want to emphasize the 3 p.m. because in the past, the Trout Festival, the, the, which was the predecessor of what is now the Butch Aldridge uh festival uh -huh. uh, always ended at four that's when they did the final drawing that's when they awarded the trophies to the big fish the big trout or whatever so now it's going to be three o'clock uh, the nerve center will be the shelter house on the park side of uh, hammertown lake where it has always yes. been before and i was remiss in mentioning and honestly did not know it but the jackson fop and uh, fop president aaron Irvin, uh -huh. that are the you know, the organizers, they are being assisted big time by the Jackson Firefighters Association and oh, Dave Channel, who does awesome. so much in this community. Mm -hmm. uh, Pig Iron Day, the, the fireworks, uh, uh, both in uh, December and July. Uh, he, uh, he and the Firefighters Association is going to be playing a big role assisting the Jackson FOP uh, in, in the, in the uh, Butch Aldridge uh, Fish Festival. And this is going to be, cool. it's, it's going to be kind of almost like the Trout Festival, but no trout. Yeah. I guess that's the simplest way you can say it. Once again, if you haven't heard, the Trout Festival got canceled because there can be no more trout. This is yep. not a local thing, not a city thing, not an FOP thing. This is state policy, yep. basically because it was not a good business decision to put a $5 trout in a lake where it's probably not going to be caught before it dies. Right. I mean, that's biological, but that's, you know, well, what we got from the ODNR. Makes so sense too to bad me. there, but this is kind of like the kind of like a save yeah. uh, by the FOP. And uh, love it. And I know that they're very happy with the support they got. I think they got some city tourism money to help uh, to help with their expenses. Yep. Very but that, fitting once to... again, that is tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Don't worry about taking that sack lunch. There's going to be a couple concessionaires out okay. there as well. There'll be trophies for uh, the big fish, adult, and youth category. Also, at noon, a casting contest for kids. That's right. And uh, uh, Red Thompson Jr. will be out there uh, to look for big fish and for elephant ears if they have them. Okay. Well, I won't be there to make it for him. All right. Okay. You, you did that to Red? <laughs> I made him an elephant ear, yeah. Well, that, is really, that is really good. Wild Turkey Festival. Okay. A couple of other things we want to... Uh, talk about really quickly because we're going to run out of time. Uh, we got a feature going in our um, paper on Saturday uh, on the Vinton County on our Vinton County coverage. And remember Michael Ramsey? He was the junior at Vinton County High School. All he did was go out to Anaheim, California, in this business professional yeah. uh, business professional association contest and get first place in the country in uh, the category of. Server category using Microsoft technology. Boy, would he have me lost. Uh, there. Yeah, uh, I don't even, you lost me at that. Well, anyway, <laughs> he, he was first place in the country. Red Thompson Jr. sat down with him and his uh, teacher, Rose Harper. And that interview, the story that came out of that interview will be in Saturday's paper. Love that. We'll, of course, have that online as well. Do not forget, we'll have some really good music at the Marque Cultural Arts Center this Saturday. Uh, the Great American Songbook. Uh, yes. concert will be a wide range of music, not just patriotic music, but yep. a lot of uh, very popular favorite tunes, old and new. Yep. Uh, will be there the men's, uh, the DM Davis men's choir, the DM Davis women's choir, and they'll sing together some. And combined, yeah. Uh, for uh, $7 uh, if you buy a ticket there, $5 if you want to get it online right. ahead buy of time. Buy it online ahead of time. And that is 7 p.m. this Saturday. Don't miss it. Very cool. All right, uh, we want to quickly say this as well. Uh, we lost two people here in Jackson County. Some people may have known them, some people didn't, but they are worthy, I think, of a little bit of a, of a tribute piece. Uh, I've been around a long time, so I get to see a lot of people in action, and two people who really made differences in different ways here in Jackson County. One was Jay Blankenship, yeah. who um, tragically died at the age of 42. There is Jay. He uh, was a, a 
an outstanding Jackson Ironman football player, of course, son of the late Paul Blankenship, who was a coach, mm-hmm. teacher, and administrator in the Jackson City Schools. Uh, Jay died last, de- died, uh, I think, at the end of the of the last week. His funeral and everything was this past week. Um, he was the heart and soul of some Ironman teams that were very good, very 96 so. through 98. Yep. I will... He, he returned a fumble for a touchdown against Columbus DeSales in a state playoff game that was a regional final. But what Jade Mike on ship was, he was a very good and excellent linebacker and fullback. But what made him special was the intangibles. He just had so much heart and yep. soul. Uh, he had the intangibles, and he made everybody around him better. I'm just not saying that. A lot of people around the program know that. And well, that's, they do know And that's that. the thing that they remember him for. Sure. And so um, wrote a little bit of a tribute piece about him. Also, in the same column, we wrote about Joyce Woods. Joyce Joyce. Woods. uh, Did you know Joyce? I did. Well, Joyce Joyce. uh, was a 1973 graduate of Oak Hill High School. But she was, for many years, uh, the chief deputy clerk for uh, now retired judge Steve Michael, the Mm -hmm. probate juvenile judge in Jackson County. And Steve, uh, you know, said so many kind things oh. about her. A lot of people didn't know Joyce because she was behind the scenes. She was running it. Just let me tell you. She, she, that lady was running well, it you all. Well, know, you know, <laughs> he, uh, uh, um, Judge Michael was so emotional. He was an ideal guy. He was an idealist. And yes. he needed somebody practical behind yes. him to do the administration yes. type work. Not that he couldn't or wouldn't. But he had no. Joyce to do that. She, he had a Joyce, and she kept everybody in line, right, including she, the judge. <laughs> right. And even when Judge Michael decided to retire at the end of uh, the 2020, he did not run for re-election. She stayed around for over a year to help the new judge, Justin yes. Skaggs. And I know he really appreciated that. But we're going to have we're writing a few nice things about Joyce as well because people need to know when special people do wonderful things and some people may not even be aware of it so this column is in tribute to jay blankenship and joyce woods it'll be in saturday's paper we also have a spread on the cooper strong okay the cooper strong race 5k which is held over memorial day weekend it's been seven years um since emily cooper died in that tragic accident out on the highway but her family mainly her aunt a kalina cooper snyder Uh, they keep doing this 5K, and it's not about the race. It's about raising money and remembering Emily. That's right. And the bottom line is they had 190 people, even seven years after this happened, still come out to participate in this race or at least pay the registration fee. Yep. And that race not only or that race not only um, is a fun thing and kind of like a bittersweet thing, but it also helped raise money for the new hitting barn that yes. that uh, is kind of Emily's legacy. Yep. Uh, up there, it's going to. There it is. Uh, there it is, right there. It's it's right there by the softball field, and it was built completely with donations. I don't think there. I know the school cooperated, but I believe it was completely donations that built this. The reason why it's important, you know, the softball season starts what in late March or whatever. Well, you need to practice way before that. Y- do you, you want to practice in? 40 degrees in uh, snow flurries <laughs> and like 10, that? No. Or do you want to be inside? <laughs> yeah, that would be better. Un- under shelter to do your hitting and your throwing. That's why it's important. Yes. So um, we have a uh, spread on that, on the Cooper Strong and why they have it and what it's done and what it means. Do not forget that Monday, we mustn't forget, it is a holiday. It is, what? It is Juneteenth. June, oh, yes. Okay. June. The, You're right. Juneteenth. And a lot of the governmental offices will be closed. Not all. We've got a list that's already online in on the Telegram website. And it was in the paper Wednesday. I'll try to squeeze it in the paper on Saturday as well. But uh, most governmental offices will be closed, but not all. Of course, this will affect not only services from the governmental offices, but garbage pickup. Okay. Garbage pickup will basically be backed up a day if you're in those towns, cities, villages where there's not, uh, where it's closed. Uh, in short, Colton, Jackson, uh, Wellston, Jackson County offices, uh, and Benton County offices will all be closed. However, uh, village offices in Oak Hill, uh, in Hamden, in Benton County, in MacArthur, in Benton County, they will be open. So, so just get, call ahead of time if you're unsure. That's what you need to do. And speaking of Oak Hill, 
They have a new girls basketball coach. His name is Weston Hale. Okay. And if there is anything to genetics, he should do a great job. Yep. <laughs> there is Weston right there. He is a young fella, but he was a great football player at Oak Hill, great all-around athlete. He is the son of um, of Mike and Joy Hale. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, they were involved. Joy is the cheerleader advisor and the pool manager at the Margaret Ann Pool. And uh, Mike is no longer, is not involved in the school. He's uh, the maintenance supervisor of Jenkins Care Community. Okay. But Weston is the nephew of Doug Hale. Yes. Of course, we know all about Doug Hale and yes. what he did through the girls' basketball program at Oak Hill. Weston is now the head girls' basketball coach. Cool. Uh, just got hired uh, here at a very recent school board meeting. Uh, Todd Compton did a very nice interview with him, sat down with him uh, via phone, of course, uh, uh, one of these evenings not too long ago. That story and interview story is online. Weston would like to bring the Oak Hill girls basketball program back to glory. Didn't win a single game last year um, because, you know, there weren't very many girls out, but you know, there's some young girls coming that are mm-hmm. some more numbers and, and girls that have shown to be good on the junior high level and in the youth leagues. And oh, so they'll, they'll get right back to so it. So they are excited. Very good. So there you are. Well, thank you, Pete. Do you have anything exciting planned for the weekend? Um, well, I'm, Besides I'm, work. Well, I'm, I'd like to do some work, but I'd like to maybe get away a little bit to got okay. a anniversary coming up on <gasps> Monday. Very it good. It was already a red letter day for me. There you go. All right. So s- since we have to be here on Monday, I'll try to do something over the weekend. Okay. That sounds fair. You take out your lovely bride. We will do that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Pete. And have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll be right back here on Monday. Bye-bye.